My name is Alice. It has been several months since the last episode of Video Game the Movie, the podcast. In that time, the oceans have run dry. The the world of no movies has been overwhelming. And I am heading to Alaska. Welcome to the Video Game the Movie, the podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Maxie. It has been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh... I, I I guess uh I guess first I'll ask uh have you been playing any video games lately? I know you've gotten really into Toho lately. I've I've gotten like really into Toho lately. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was already you know, I liked Toho well enough, but at some point over the past few months um Hey, how morbid are you okay with me getting on the sh- getting on the show? Uh, I'll use my discretion when editing. I know I- I'm well. I used to be really into Toho. I know I can get pretty grim. Oh no, it's not about that. It's uh, my theory is that the dead boyfriend switch flipped, and I'm like, damn, I really miss my dead boyfriend. I'm gonna play a fuck ton of Toho about it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, I think that's that's an understandable response uh but you know all things considered it i've had much worse coping mechanisms because it turns out toho is pretty fun it's it's fun it's got fucked up women in it Uh, it's got so many fucked up women (laughs) anybody if you are listening to this podcast and you consider yourself an aficionado of awful women of just the worst lesbians in the world Please, please play Toho. You will find at least one that delights you. I'm sure of it. This is my pledge. Mm-hmm. Maria Shrine will have you covered. Uh, yes, that's uh, M O R I Way Way M O R I Y A Shrine dot org. Mm-hmm. You'll get uh, if you, if you don't want to play the games. There's the manga. Uh, there's there's so much fan music. Uh, a couple months ago, I got really into this one artist who does, like, uh, cumbia and other Latin American remixes of uh, Toho songs. Uh, grew up listening to a lot of cumbia, uh, so just getting to hear that was really fun. Uh, that sounds pretty fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, as for what I've been playing, I've... Uh, I've been digging into a couple titles. Uh, Want to shout out Small Saga, which uh, came out recently. I backed the Kickstarter. It was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, it is it is a it is unabashedly the product of online queers, and conveniently, I am an online queer. Uh, uh, there, I uh, I played a uh, like a dragon. Gaiden, the man who erased his name, a game that mi- the e- the game is overall very solid, but I need to shout out the ending that made me cry really, really hard. Uh, uh, I I want to shout out uh, <laughs> uh, Pseudo Regalia for uh, creating a fun little PS one 
inspired retro platformer with a goat lady with a nice ass and corn kid 64 one that uh i think is not as finely polished but uh has like a lot of dedication to uh capturing a really good like uh sort of being a kid in y2k aesthetic uh uh it's it's been a good year for games i think uh I'm trying to think of what other games have come out this year, because I don't necessarily disagree with you. Mm-hmm. My levels are all fucked up, by the way. I apologize to you. This, uh, <laughs> editing this one's going to be a pain. Uh-huh. Um, God, what fucking games have come out this year? Uh, I, uh, I can look at my fucking... list. I, I like log w- what I uh, finish. I can list off a couple things. Cobalt Core. Cobalt Core is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out. I'm gonna play that soon but haven't gotten to that uh settle moon was a really nice title that i played this summer you got cassette beasts which is the pokemon game for that every pokemon fan has ever wanted uh let me see bolt gun oh right the dangeresque uh rumiso triangulate oh yeah we love dangeresque mm-hmm. he's um i know that Oh, I had it in my brain, and then it just went away. Uh, uh, what year was Psychonauts 2? Holy shit, that was 2021? Yeah, two years fuck? ago. <laughs> it's been two full years since Psychonauts I, 2 came out. I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's fucked. Uh-huh. Uh... Uh, there was... Oh yeah, uh, the Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood came out. That one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a game I haven't played but I've heard of good things about is Misery Chord. Uh, uh, non-visual novel. Uh, there's... Uh, uh, let me see. Oh, once again, gotta shout out Slayer's X. Incredible game. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Want to shout out Murder of the Sonic... The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog for... Making an April Fool's visual novel that was actually good. Uh, uh, oh, Venba. Venba was fun. Uh, uh, that's a cooking game. Uh, uh, anything else uh, to bring up uh, about games? Nah, I'm good. Alright, then let's get into it with uh, Resident Evil Extinction. Uh we open with what I would describe as uh, the the Alice Resident Evil roguelike, where she wakes up again in the mansion, and she's, like, wandering through, like, various sets meant to mimic uh, the locations from the first two films. Uh, yeah, she... they got the they got the shower, they got the angel statue wrapped in cellophane, mm-hmm. they got the laser hallway... Uh, and every time she's, like, getting nearly got by, like, a death-defying trap, or, like, a deadly trap, but she just narrowly finds a way around it, and, like, she, at one point she nearly gets, like, guillotined by a big, like, uh, uh, sliding blade trap, and it looks like she's about to exit this hospital when she gets got by, uh, this, like... Uh, floating shotgun trap? It's weird. 
it's like a, a it's question. like a mine. Uh, and so yeah. No, no, no. So knowing what we know about how this movie goes, what was the point of any of this? Why are they putting her through the obstacle course? I. Well, as far as I can tell, they're trying to make a new Alice, but also make the perfect Alice. Uh, apparent. I like. It's weird. Like later on, they say her blood can like be used to cure the zombie virus, but uh, well, it's a. This is a clone, I, so the blood's not pure. So I guess I. I she has to be the coolest and is... strongest to know her blood's bet good. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, uh, but uh, we see like uh, these scientists in hazmat suits like take her body and just throw her into a ditch uh, full of dead Alice's. Uh, they're they're in like this, you know, it's one of those secret uh, underground facilities, and there's a surface area that's like surrounded by a fence, and the fence is surrounded by zombies. Uh, There's a really good shot here where it's zooming out to show us, oh, you think that's a lot of zombies? There's even more zombies. Uh-huh. But then eventually it just shows us, like, a cliff, and a couple zombies are walking up to the edge to, like, sightsee. Mm-hmm. They, 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 want, they want to eat those Alice's. They're just letting them rot. It's uh, a damn shame. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm reviewing... This the- is... I am reviewing the footage, and most of them are on the side with the Alice ditch. That's fun. That's mm-hmm. a nice detail. Uh, so Alice is going to give us a bit of exposition. Mm-hmm. Um, in a departure from the canon of the video games, Umbrella completely failed to contain the outbreak in Raccoon City in uh, the previous Resident Evil movie, and the T-Virus spread across the entire globe. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this next part verbatim. Yeah. The virus didn't just wipe out human life. Lakes and rivers dried up, forests became deserts, and whole continents were reduced to nothing more than barren wastelands? Somehow. A virus? That's not what a virus is. Uh Uh-huh. It's... I guess... Does the virus spread to, like, plants and animals and kill them? Uh... But that wouldn't explain where the water goes. <laughs> it's just and, uh, the most apocalypse for no reason. There's one other thing I'm going to object to here, which is the first thing we see after this bit of narration mm-hmm. is Alice riding a motorcycle through the desert. And it is not even remotely barren. There's like a fuck ton of bushes and trees. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and, and like, you know... This is something people talk about online from time to time, and, you know, presumably in actual books as well. People talk about how, you know, deserts are typically thought of, at least in the Western or, like, the temperate imagination, as lifeless places, but a lot of them actually host a fair amount of life. Just, mm-hmm. you know, succulents and shit. Um, I, th- I think in a lot of cases, I get why people make that assumption, because, you know, if your idea of the desert might be like, oh, I've seen photographs of parts of the Gobi or parts of the Sahara where it's just dunes. And that's different from actually, you know, seeing the bits of the desert that have life or even just mm-hmm. like being able to see all the deserts at all. Cause that's not something you really do. Yeah. Um, 
I do think if you shoot a scene where, again, there's just a fuck ton of trees and scrub, like, right there, maybe rethink it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they... Alice follows this radio signal uh, for people begging for help. She goes to what I think is supposed to be, like, an abandoned radio station or something. Uh... Yeah, no, it, it is an abandoned radio station, yeah. yes. Uh, she's gone Mad Max mode, she's got a motorcycle, she's got guns, she's got two machetes. You wanna talk, you wanna talk Mad Max? This whole movie fucking reeks of Paul W.S. Anderson going, I just wanna make a Mad Max movie, uh-huh. but Resident Evil makes so much money. They're giving me so much money to make Resident Evil! Mm-hmm. Oh. And I want I want my wife to be really really cool, so this, this should I can I can figure this out. Hey, was she psychic in the last one? I don't remember that yeah, part. Yeah, there's like this weird moment towards the end where she get it, it. It seems like she's got psychic powers, but I don't think that really comes up before now. I'm not even sure if it comes up again. I I feel like. Feel like she must have, and I just like don't remember a lot of the second movie because mm-hmm. the second movie left. I'm realizing, like watching this movie, the second movie left no fucking impression on me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think she ever was shown to have psychic powers other than being the coolest and the strongest. Uh, uh but uh, she goes in here and. Uh, she meets this woman who's like, can you please help my baby? Uh, and she checks the baby. It's, it's a toy. She gets ambushed. Uh, she drops it. I love this, like, response from this, like, raider this ambusher. This evil hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You bitch, you dropped my baby. Uh-huh. She's having so much fun with it. Uh-huh. This is this is the ideal of being a post-apocalyptic raider. Uh, uh, so they they like they strip her of her weapons. They they throw her into uh, the into a pit, the dog zone. Yeah, the dog pits full of zombie dogs, and uh, try to like unleash all the dogs on her. Uh, there's a good part where she like runs up a wall. And uh-huh. the zombie dog chasing her, like, impales itself on some rebar. Uh, 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 she also kicks a dog in the face and just, like, breaks its skull. Um, I know I was just talking about ideology. It's really weird that these bandits or whatever just, like, have a zombie dog arena. Uh-huh, yeah. It, it kind of speaks to them not really being thought through as, like, actual people, but kind of as mindless and lacking in interiority as the zombies. Mm-hmm. Just really makes you think. Really makes I you guess. think. You know, the, the, we're the real Walking Dead. Uh... <laughs> you know what my favorite part is in the dogfight? Mm-hmm. So, like, she's handcuffed, but they threw the key to make it more fun or whatever. Uh, she unlocks the cuffs, and uh, mostly she's, like, tying these dogs to a pillar or electrocuting them with this cable, mm-hmm. I guess. This is this is going to be a recurring uh, 
thing throughout this movie. There's a lot of places in my notes where I just put, like, a question mark or I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the dogs she kills by, like, hitting it in the face really hard. Mm-hmm. And it makes this, like, cartoon sound effect that's halfway between, like, a cook and a chomp. Yeah. I've been watching, like, a lot of old TV a lot of, like, TV from the 90s and 2000s lately, and, you know, I, it is it is making me realize there was once a time where stock sound effects were just normal, uh, and not something you automatically associated with, like, Half-Life or Doom. Uh, it's, this is great. Uh, they, we, we can see, uh, uh, out in the middle of the desert, zombies feeding on a dead body of, a, like, a guy who, uh, I guess, ran out of gas or something. Uh, and the zombie gets run over by, by a truck. And we see there's, like, a whole, like, convoy of, pe- of survivors uh, that'll be important to this mo- movie. Uh, many of them will die. Uh, uh, we've got uh, RJ from the first movie. We've got Claire Redfield, or not first movie, second movie. We got uh, Claire Redfield from Resident Evil. We've got uh, we've got characters like Otto and uh, uh, K Mart. Uh, Don't get me fucking started on K Mart. I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> we'll listen. We'll get to K Mart, and I'm gonna lose it then. Yeah, just like. Uh, also, Carlos is here. He was in the second movie, oh, too. Oh, yeah, Carlos is here. Uh, 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 yeah, so they're, they're just sort of like... It seems like they're just sort of traveling from place to place, uh, just trying to, like, collect supplies. Uh, we also see another group of survivors. We've got... Uh, we've got a bunch of guys in, a in like, a little... Uh, Apparently, like, Umbrella's been hiding out in a bunch of, like, bunkers slash... Bunkers, yeah. yeah. Uh, including, uh, uh, Wesker, who looks like shit. Uh... <laughs> Wesker looks so fucking weird. <laughs> he looks like... He looks like J.C. Denton. But, like, he the parody like version got... of J.C. Denton for memes. He looks like he's got white boy cornrows or something. <laughs> he's got, like, that wavy hair. Yeah. He's making them haters seasick, and I'm one of the haters. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Wesker, yeah, I guess he's in these now, yeah. but he's not going to do anything interesting in this one. Don't no. worry. Uh, if I you think, thought if you thought Wesker might be fun, I think they get they put Wesker in. They get a different guy to play Wesker in the later movies, and apparently he did a good enough job that I think he's in a couple games. Uh, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, their, their goal right now is to, like, develop a reverse virus. Something that'll, like, make the zombies, like, docile. Uh, something they can, at, at the very least, something they, they can control. Uh, they've got, like, uh, I think, uh, they've got this main, like, scientist villain. I'm suddenly... Uh, Dr. Isaacs, yeah, yeah. Dr. Isaacs. I think he was in one of the previous movies. Uh, that is entirely possible. Yeah, I do not remember. Uh, uh, and, uh, so that's sort of the thing. They're all, like, hologramming each other. Uh, uh, 
we 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 got we get to see Alice again. She like stops at a gas station. Uh, she finds uh, she finds one of the she finds a uh, lore corpse that uh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that didn't occur to me until just now. But that's absolutely what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those corpses that tells you <laughs> tells you some lore. Uh, it's environmental storytelling. It's like a hung body with this diary telling of this, like, one place where, uh, there aren't zombies. Yeah, see, there's an isolated village in Alaska. Mm -hmm. There's no zombies are infected up there. Mm -hmm. They would obviously have no way of getting there, because famously, you can't reach Alaska uh, on land. Um, and also, (laughs) there's still a bunch of water... On Earth, it's it's just too far north. The zombies can't walk that far. <laughs> <laughs> they walk everywhere else, but not Alaska. Uh huh. I'm picturing like, uh, like right across the Alaska Canada border, there's just this huge army of zombies, but they're being repelled like it's a force field. Uh huh. They're, they're like they start to walk just a little tar- too far north, and they get chilly and walk back. Uh, uh, they, uh, so now we have, like, an ostensible goal for the movie, get to Alaska. I think this is the goal for the next movie, too, because they sure don't do it this one. Uh, yeah, like, the Alaska thing is really funny, because, like, they seed it now, mm -hmm. but this movie is just jumping all over the fucking place. Mm It's it's actually amazing how much it manages to jump from plotline to plotline, given that there's only two and a half. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, so this will be important in like the back half of the movie. But for now, we just need to know that it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh. The uh the survivors uh stop at a hotel. Uh. Uh. L J gets bit. Uh, oh, he he gets bit, but nobody knows he got bit, yeah. so now he's a funny infectee. This is my... I fucking hate this, like... I, I fucking hate this trope. Uh-huh. This shit... Oh, I got bit, but I won't tell anybody, because maybe I'll just get better. Like, motherfucker. Uh-huh. What, what are you trying to achieve here? This... I don't know what I was going to say, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Listen, you know what? If I were in a fucking zombie apocalypse scenario and I got bit, you know what I'm doing? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Sorry, guys, I got bit. You should probably, like, shoot me or decapitate me or something so I don't mm-hmm. come back. I'd really rather just, like, die. Mm-hmm. End of story. Fucking problem solved. Don't have to turn into a zombie. Uh, don't have to turn into a zombie. You don't have to sit there getting sicker and sicker and feeling that mounting sense of dread, knowing that eventually your mind is going to go and you're just going to start my, like attacking whoever's next to you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that. That wouldn't be worth living. Yeah. Uh. 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 We go back to uh the uh we we go back to Umbrella. Uh, Asher is, like, showing, like, the latest round of docile zombie experiments. And, uh, it kind of works for a little bit. But it, it has it, like, try out a flip phone. Uh, it gets to... Uh-huh, camera. Uh-huh. Gets to try a camera. And then it's got, like, the little, like, 
It's got one of those children's toys with like putting uh, pegs, pegs in, holes. in the holes. Yeah. Uh, but it, um, it it can't figure out how that you can't put the square the square peg in the round hole, so it gets mad immediately, breaks out of its restraints, uh, and uh, gets to kill two scientists who Asher leaves to die because I guess he's evil. This uh, is like a Rick and Morty bit. Uh huh. Like this is where I went. Is this movie taking the piss? Yeah, I, like is it is it is it trying to be dumb? Mm-hmm. But if it is, you know, it could probably try a little harder. Frankly, yeah. uh, <laughs> we're back. We're back at the convoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them can identify unlabeled cans of food just by listening to the sound he makes mm-hmm. when it sloshes them back and forth. Does this guy look kind of like Peter Dinklage to you, like the bus driver cans of food guy? Yeah, I, I, he's got that face. He's got that beard. I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Carlos is out on a motorcycle. He's setting up, like, cameras around the perimeter. Uh, LJ is like, well, I got some canned fruit. I'm going to have a nice dinner with my girlfriend who I won't tell that I'm infected. Mm. Who is incidentally the only other black person here. Uh, I I just... It's fucked up. It's fucked up that by the end of the movie, Umbrella is more diverse than the convoy, right? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. We see that, like, apparently Alice... Alice camps out, and uh, it seems like she's just she knows that the convoy's out there, but she doesn't want to follow them. Uh, that'll come up later. Uh, yeah, watching through this at first, I was like, "Well, that's a really odd character choice." And then I I, I got smarter than the movie because mm-hmm. there's a different explanation for this later. I was like, "Oh, she answered the distress call earlier, but it was bandits, so she's not gonna believe it anymore." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not why. No, no. Uh, also, it's, she... It's far sillier. She looks at her scrapbook, the, the League Alaska scrapbook, and one of the notes in there just says, Fly over there! Yeah. <laughs> That's how you get there! That's Fly! A, just just get a plane! It's that easy! <laughs> uh, so, we, we also get to see uh, that uh, Umbrella has a little pod with an Alice in it. Uh, it's, this is, like, completely out of place. This feels like some Evangelion shit. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This feels like... I, I saw this pod and I was like, well, this should have been in Spirits Within. Yeah, yeah. Instead of whatever Spirits Within was doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is just a very blatant birth metaphor. Big, like, ball of water. She's in a fetal position. Uh, and also there's another little girl computer. It's the White Queen this time. <laughs> For uh, quad voice. Uh, uh, Okay, yeah, this is, I think, where we find out that Alice is psychic, because, like, original Alice is dreaming, and, like, there's, like, a telepathic connection with the clone, maybe, and Mm -hmm. she's, like, inadvertently lifting rocks around her with telekinesis in her sleep, Mm -hmm. and the White Queen can trace telepathic activity between the clone and the original to find the original? I, I guess. Uh, oh, hey, by the way, you know how we were doing Mad Max? Mm-hmm. Paul Anderson's bored of Mad Max. Let's do the birds. Let's yeah. do Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Let, let's do the birds now. Uh, so, uh, the convoy uh, doesn't pick up any zombies, but instead they get attacked by lots and lots and lots of crows. 
or mm-hmm. possibly ravens or they're birds. I think they're crows. They're too small to be ravens. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the crows have been eating zombies. Mm-hmm. So now the crows are zombies. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, LJ and LJ's girlfriend can't get the ambulance to start. Better hop aboard the school bus, even though one of us is a fucking zombie. And sorry, uh-huh. one of us is infected uh, and not yet a zombie. And there's a bunch of fucking other people on that bus, including kids. Yeah, yeah. I'm. This is where this plot point started making me like legitimately really mad. Mm. And part of the problem is they really fucking edge you on LJ. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 like, draw out the LJ bit to the point where it gets fucking ridiculous. They, yeah, every time they, there's like, uh, there's like a scene with LJ, we get to see his big gaping zombie wound that's getting worse. It's like, uh, oh, do I still have that wound? I sure do. Uh, what, what do you mean zombie bites don't just get better? Uh... Also, the fucking funniest thing mm-hmm. about this scene, the funny derogatory, LJ and LJ's girlfriend get on the bus, and then the fucking crows break through the bus windshield, so now everybody on the bus has to get to a van. Yeah. A van which definitely does not have room for everybody who gets off that bus, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll squeeze in real tight. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, LJ's girlfriend dies. Uh, it is so fucking insane. She does like this, this uh, heroic sacrifice, I guess, mm-hmm. staying behind in the bus to shoot crows with her handgun. Yeah. Um. There's also, I th- I think the 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 guy we said looked like Peter Dinklage. He's like got a turret on top of the bus. Yeah. Uh, and he's using a flamethrower to get the crows but then the crows get him and he does a funny Wilhelm scream. Yeah, he does do a Wilhelm scream. Uh, Hey, it's fucking insane that LJ, who definitely knows he's going to die, like, just lets his girlfriend uh, do the heroic sacrifice, right? Yeah, yeah. Boyfriend of the year. (laughs) Mm. Uh, They, the the turret goes out of control and it's about to get uh, uh, it's about to get the guys from it's it's about to like get uh, some of our protagonists, but That's thankfully Alice is there to move the flames with her psychic powers. As a yeah, and like she uses that to create basically a fucking firestorm that immolates the entire murder of crows. Yeah, uh, it, it went perfectly. Uh, they... We're back to Doctor Isaacs. Fuck all that. We're back to Doctor Isaacs. Yeah, he's got a bunch. He's got a bunch of zombies just in a room. They're mm-hmm. not domesticated, but he's still giving them the Alice blood. Maybe something will happen. I don't know. I don't He'll know. make them fight Alice uh-huh. clones for reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's got his, He wants his like super zombies to get Alice. Why? We d- we never even get like a fucking villain monologue where he's talking about how like fascinating they are and how nobody but him can see the beauty. No, it's just like might as well make some zombies. Yeah, just for fun. Might might as well see if I can make these uh, zombies into super zombies by giving them Alice clone blood. I think. I guess. Uh. This movie makes no fucking sense. Uh-huh. By the way, in- listener, in case you haven't, uh, if in case you haven't figured that mm-hmm. out by now. The, the movie just just, just kind of shit happening. It uh, it just keeps throwing things at us. It it's a it is a tight ninety all killer 
No filler. Arguably? No, no, ca- <laughs> I would say all filler, but it is yeah. a tight 90. Yeah. There's like there's like two scenes in this that I thought were okay, and they're both like one right after the other at the end. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So hey, do you want a heartwarming conversation between Alice and Kmart? Oh yes, I do. So, okay, so Kmart. This this teen girl is named Kmart, and because Claire and the rest of the convoy found her. At Kmart a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I have no idea how this apocalypse has been going for like five years or whatever. Uh-huh. This seems like a one year after the apocalypse scenario. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Maybe things didn't get that, that bad that quickly. Um. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so like they found this presumably preteen girl at Kmart, and they name her Kmart. <laughs> Uh-huh. And, and Alice is like, did you ever have another name, Kmart? And K- <laughs> Sorry. And Kmart says, I didn't like it. And basically, everybody I knew was dead, so I figured, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And, and like, now you know, I love building flimsy transgender readings. Yeah. This movie's not worth it. No. Not even that rainbow bracelet is worth it. Uh... Uh... So, yeah, uh, they, they hold, like, a little, for, for a bunch of survivors that are supposed to be on the move, they do hold, like, a funeral for all of those lost in the bird attack. Uh, uh, we, everyone, like, reconnects, and Alice explains that, uh, she didn't join up with the convoy up until now because... They have satellites that track her, uh, and she would have gotten them all up. They would have gone after her, and they would have killed everyone along with her. Uh, uh, so, at this, she reveals, like, Alaska's good. Alaska is a safe place. Let's go to Alaska. It's gonna be a long journey. Claire's like, no, what if it's a waste of time? We've had false leads before, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, they like, go out, they ask all the survivors. So there's one last safe place, it's in Alaska. Uh, you want to go there? And they all, of course, they all raise their hands. So they're going to Alaska. The problem, of course, is that convoy does not have enough supplies to get to Alaska and they've picked basically everywhere in the area clean mm-hmm. except Vegas which yeah. is probably it's going to be full of zombies yeah, ah. yeah. Um, it, it's you know it, it it was a major city center major city centers lots of zombies uh, so meanwhile in the umbrella bunker mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Isaac is like our, our spy satellite got a 62% <laughs> match on uh, on Alice's face, I think we should send a strike team to see if it's her and capture her. And this actually disappointed me because when I first saw the satellite like zoom in and get this slightly blurry image of her face, and it was like sixty two percent match, I was like, "That's a cute detail." It's you know, it's not going to be perfect. Obviously, it's you know, she's far away, she's wearing a hood. Uh, but no, sadly, it's a plot point because Wesker is like only sixty two percent. 
Wow, I'm really making him sound like James there. <laughs> Only 62%. I want 100%. And you can't do shit unless it's 100%. Uh, but Dr. Isaacs was recording the conversation, uh-huh. and he gets to do a funny point-and-click adventure <laughs> puzzle where he makes it so uh, Wesker says, It is 100%. Give Dr. Isaacs troops and vehicles and a million billion dollars. It's so That's funny. an order. It's You're quite good at turning me on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just some YouTube poop sentence mixing ass shit. Uh, there's okay, and then as they're on their way, as the convoy's on its way to Las Vegas, right? We get this amazing shot mm. where you know it's like it's intercutting between you know umbrella helicopters and the convoy and so on. And the last one is it's zooming in on the convoy, but it seems like the camera's too high. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it just keeps going, and I think. I think this is intentional, and I think the idea is to show us, like, the tire tracks in the sand, and it's like, oh, Umbrella's one step ahead? Maybe? Mm-hmm. I think? Maybe? Um, but what it, it actually looks like is that they had the camera off-center, yeah. and then they just fucking ended on a shot of nothing before cutting away, because somebody fucked up the edit. Mm. Uh, Paul just looks at this and he says, no, it's good, leave it in, leave it in. Uh, this is my vision, you guys. Uh-huh. I'm going to create the ultimate movie. All of the move, Every action movie I've watched, I'm going to put it all in one movie. And my wife's going to be the star. Uh, so No, no, I've got it. My wife, twice. <laughs> what if there were... What if there were... Su- what if my wife... What if I had two wives... Or three. What if I had hundreds of wives, all suspended in perfect spheres of water? It's it's beautiful. I'm coming thinking about it right now. Uh, okay, thank you, thank you, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> so yeah, they they go to Vegas. Uh, it's 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 all it's covered in sand. There's too much. They nobody kept up the sandstorm, so it's just all sand now. With, like, yep. uh, some strip icons poking out. This strip icon thing is so funny because it feels like they're trying to do a big reveal when it pulls out to, like, the replica Statue of Liberty. And it's like, oh, it's kind of like Planet of the Apes, except we already knew the world was ended. So uh-huh. I don't know what's shocking about this. It's yeah. been five years. <laughs> it's, it's really funny just because it, not only are they g- giving the shot of Statue of Liberty, there's also replicas of uh, the Sphinx and the Eiffel Tower. Uh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. D- we need more symbolism. More of it. Uh, uh, anyway, good news. There's actually no zombies here because the crows ate them all. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. That kind of kind of got us really excited for like, oh, they're going to go to Las Vegas and there's going to be a bunch of fucking zombies. Nah, it's, you know, well, it's sand. They needed to put uh, their their zombie budget somewhere else. Uh, LJ... Yeah. L- LJ miraculously still not a fucking zombie yet. Uh-huh. He looks like absolute dog shit. And mm. he, like, looks at his wound and it seems like it's almost, like, growing. And mm. it's like... He's not a zombie yet, so it's fine. He doesn't need to tell anybody. And he points out, there's a gas station over there. I remember it because I went to this casino and lost $2,000. Uh, uh, no, so they I, go remember, to the ga- I remember having mixed feelings about LJ in the last one. 
But I'll t- I'll tell you what, watching this one, I'm like, damn, I wish LJ got to be more fun. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish LJ had more jokes. This movie is so mm-hmm. just plotting. Yeah. What if this movie was like funny on purpose? Uh. You know what makes me so fucking mad? Like, pretty much through, again, the entire back half of this movie, I'm just thinking, every time, like, a fight scene or something breaks out, remember in 2, when they were in the church, mm-hmm. and Alice, like, was on a motorcycle, and she, like, jumped and flipped it and got off the motorcycle, and the motorcycle fucking exploded? Yeah. We didn't know how good we fucking had it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the movies from here on out are just gonna be balls to the wall action. Uh, Thank God. I I hope the action is better than in this one. We've got like thirty five minutes left. Yeah, and like none of it is good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like ten of those thirty five minutes are just this sequence where there's a shipping container. And turns out the shipping container is full of zombies because Umbrella brought them. Yeah, yeah. Umbrella but, brought a bunch of shipping containers. Yeah, and now they're, they're shipping zombies. I think they're they're supposed to be Asher super zombies because they're all wearing like the jumpsuits they had on. Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And they're they're more powerful than regular zombies because they have Alice's blood in them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you're you're like. What's the opposite of blowing my mind? You're, like, putting my mind back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, re- re- reconstructing, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, l- yeah, this is... Most of this is, like, a blah-blah, shooty, bang-bang uh, sequence is what I wrote mm-hmm. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice, it, the best thing she gets to do is, like, she jumps over a zombie, and yeah. she kicks a couple, and that's kind of it. She gets to, like, do some dual-blade stuff with her machetes. Yeah, uh, and then she gets put in place because uh, Umbrella uses one of their satellites to control her mind. So, yeah, uh, she's. I I guess she's got like a microchip or receiver in yeah, her head, yeah. maybe. Uh, they also have like first person Alice point of view cam, which is weird. Uh, a lot of people die. We, we lose yep. we lose Otto, we lose LJ because finally, finally the zombie stuff got to him. He uh-huh. turns and he immediately bites Carlos before he can get shot. Uh-huh. And my thought was like, if Carlos does the fucking zombie infectee thing too, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Uh huh. And you know what? He doesn't. Thank yeah. God. Carlos has his shit together. He, Carlos. Goes out in a great way, I think. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, a bunch of people are dying, uh, and while this is happening... Okay, so... So here's what I think happens. Mm-hmm. I'm really, like... I You know, I think it's... It's straightforward, but it's also really stupid, right? Yeah. Because we see Alice, like, fighting back against the conditioning, and then we get a shot of, like, the satellite and the inside of the satellite, and a signal goes to its CPU and fries it. So mm-hmm. I I guess she's doing that psychically? Because yeah. she has the link to the satellite through the chip in her brain or whatever. Yeah. 
She's so good at resisting the satellite breaks while it's in space. Uh, uh, a- anyway, then we get, like, the one... One of the only sequences in the movie I genuinely think is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, she is just... Wa- she's just, like, Terminator walking to the little uh, little tent that Dr. Isaacs and his lackeys have set up. Uh, and Dr. Isaacs' assistant is, like, desperately trying to, uh, like bring the satellite back online and, like, get her to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, uh, he doesn't. Yeah. She goes in, stone cold, murders all of these guys, uh, and they're able to repel the zombie attack, I guess. Oh, yeah, she fights off the zombies. She does some cool twin blade shit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but then, Dr. Isaacs, she doesn't get. He made it to the helicopter, but as he's boarding, he gets bit. Oh no! Uh, he tells the pilot to get him antivirus, and they fly off. Yeah. And then we get we get kind of a really interesting shot, actually. Which is Alice has one of her guns up, and it goes into slow mo, like she's about to shoot the helicopter down. But then she specifically doesn't, and explains that she wants to track it. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna follow it to the base. Uh, uh, at the base. Asher is Asher has injected himself with so much serum. It's he he is fucking mainlining the Alice juice. Mm. He he looks like absolute shit. Uh he he needs it so bad. So his his logic seems to be Okay, so so the zombies became super zombies because of the Alice juice. That means that their their infection is also super powered. So the antivirus didn't work? Question mark. I, I guess. Uh, Unless the antivirus is the Alice juice, which I'm unclear on because they both mm-hmm. come in like the weird double helix vial things. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, he's mainlining his supply of Alice juice because he's like, well, I'm infected anyway. Well, what if I just became a super mutant zombie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, like, this guy who's been telling him to, like, cool down the whole movie, uh, he, like, shoots him, and then he gets back up, and he shoots his tentacles into the guy's eyes and mouth, and it looks awful and kind of funny. I I love it. (laughs) The effects in this one are not very good. No, no. Uh, (laughs) so, uh, the... Uh, at this point, uh, we know, like, uh, uh, we're gonna, they're, they're, they're tracking them down. Uh, yeah, Carlos, Alice, Carlos, Claire, and Kmart mm-hmm. are overlooking the entrance to the umbrella compound. Yeah. Uh, Al- Alice is like, listen, we'll get you the antivirus. And Carlos is like, come the fuck on. Yeah. Let's, let's be serious here for a moment. Let's be adults. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna die. Uh, I need a smoke. I'm gonna. They they uh, they they get in. They like plow through a bunch of zombies. Yeah, he he he's specifically in the oil tanker because the yeah, yeah. part of the convoy was an oil tanker. Uh, he he like charges ahead while they're a little bit back. He crashes the oil tanker. Uh, he finds that LJ had one last cigarette stored, uh, which uh-huh. is the payoff to earlier when it was like, no, we're all out of cigarettes. Uh, and this fucking rules. Yeah, actually. this rules. Him just, like, lighting a wire that will set off the uh, tanker. Then lighting his cigarette, 
leaning back and just staring up at the sky as zombies crawl over this cab. Mm -hmm. And then the whole thing fucking explodes. It's a really good, uh, it's a much better, uh, death than a lot of the ones in this one. It's pretty good. Uh, If you've ever seen They Live, uh, very totally similar to, uh, the ending of that movie. Yeah. Just going out in a big fiery explosion. Um, Yeah. Uh, Alice gets to Alice. Alice gets in past the fence, uh, and she takes a moment to stare at uh, the ditch full of dead Alice's. Uh, yeah, everybody I, but her like boards the helicopter, mm-hmm. and they're gonna go to Alaska. They're like, "Are you not coming with?" And she's like, "No, nah, no, I have stuff to take care of here." Mm-hmm. Kmart, you'll take care of the others. Yeah, Kmart's got this covered. Uh, Kmart, who I don't think. Has Kmart done anything? She's... I don't think so. She's just sort well, of an emotional know, support. She'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, hey, by the way, this is the last we see of any of them in this movie. We never find out if Alaska is even actually safe. No. We're, listen, there's going to be like seven of these movies. So we'll find out in like four or five or something. How are there going to be so many? There's no fucking water or crops! Uh-huh. What is going on? It's so stupid. I, uh, so Alice goes and she goes in there. It's it's a lot like the high from uh, the first movie. Uh, uh, everyone's dead because Asher killed them all. Uh, uh, she gets to see the White Queen, uh, who tells her this. Uh. And they, they, like, come up with an idea to, like, have her go in, kill the guy. Uh, uh, she, so she goes in. She's, like, going through these, like, dark hallways. Uh, there's always just, like, a, just a vague, uh, like, menace of, uh, Asher being somewhere in here. Uh, she gets to look at, like, some bodies on pikes. Uh, she gets to see the Alice pod. Uh, and like she, she sees her and then Asher shows up and like, he, he kind, they kind of like, she gets knocked out of the Alice pod and, uh, Alice is like so and, shocked. Yeah. She and it immediately seems like Clone dies. Alice, yeah, yeah. Clone Alice like can't breathe and she dies. Uh-huh. Dr. I, original Alice stabs Dr. Isaacs. He runs off, but then he wrenches the knife out and his wounds like knit themselves together. Yeah. That's actually a pretty cool effect. That's yeah. like the one good effect. Yeah. Of this film. It, it's, it's, it, it's, it looks really fun. It, uh, uh, and so Alice covers her dead clone with her cool duster, uh, and goes to, uh, track down, uh, goes to track down Asher once and for all. Uh, she ends up in a replica of the mansion from the first movie. Yep. Uh, uh, she sees the photograph of her and her fake husband. Yeah, I, I want to say from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, see, I, I definitely remember movie one more than movie two. Mm-hmm. This one eludes me though. Yeah. I, I don't remember why I'm supposed I, I to care. I think he was fake. Yeah. Um. Um, so yeah, she and Dr. Isaac's fight, uh, it's, it's, she's not getting anywhere because he can knit his wounds back together. Um, mm-hmm. 
he's like, ah, I'm, I'm immortal, yada, yada, yada. Uh, her knife gets buried in the floor. There's a cool thing where she, like, stomps the floorboards to fling it into the air. Uh, mm. She tries knife attack, doesn't work. Telekinetic attack, it doesn't work. Eventually, she gets flung backwards into the laser hallway. Um, yeah. And Isaac's, like, coming after her. After her. Uh, Clone Alice is awake. She didn't actually die. She's yeah. fine? She's um, fine. She, she was just a little shocked, I guess. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she turns the laser grid on. It dices Isaac. She stops it just before it gets original Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but first we got to fade to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, which is where the Japan Umbrella Corporation bunker is. Mm-hmm. Wesker is there in person, not a hologram. He explains that the North American branch facility has gone dark. Uh, and then Alice teleconferences in via hologram, mm-hmm. and she says, "I'm, I'm coming after you, and I'm going to be bringing some friends." Uh, as she hits enter on her Sony Vio, and she and the other <laughs> Alice look at this like big like storage facility full of like bubble Alices, and that's the end of the movie. Hey, I've got a question. Yeah. If the whole world got desertified, how did they ha- find all the water for these water orbs? Uh, it's it's their private reserve. It's Wesker's personal reserve. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this this movie is not really concerned with the logistics remotely. Yeah. Uh, oh, what a movie. Uh, so. Uh, I, I think that's the end of the episode. Uh, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, any ratings you want to give it? So I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is the worst movie we've seen on the show. By far, no. I don't think it's necessarily the dumbest, but mm-hmm. like, I, I was like, is this the dumbest movie? And I was going over the ones we've looked at, and I was like, Street Fighter, eh, it's bad, but there's a couple clever bits, you know, the change the channel joke, everybody loves that, the, mm-hmm. for me it was Tuesday speech, you know, Al- Alone in the Dark, awful movie, there were a couple bits that had, like, ideas... You know, mm-hmm. Hitman, hit Hitman, not very good. Basically just a James Bond ripoff. There is that part at the end mm-hmm. where he says, I'm the Hitman 2 silent assassin, and then silently <laughs> assassinates the guy. Uh-huh. Um, but what I do think is, this is, I think, the movie we've watched with the fewest ideas. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's all pastiche, no, uh, no originality. And it's not even good pastiche. It's mm-hmm. like, I, it's like I don't know if Paul W S Anderson understood why Mad Max or like The Birds is liked. You know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, he just sees the iconic imagery and thinks that's it. That's what works. Uh, I would give this like. Well, I'm going to have to give it, like, I'm going to give it half a star for adaptation, because I do think, like, these movies slowly begin to influence the, like, post-4, pre-7 Resident Evil titles. Uh, 
So I'm I'm gonna give it just like half a star for you know affecting things for the going forward uh, for the series. Uh, and the movie overall, I'd just give like a two. I think, I think you could have like, if you had like some friends, some, uh, some, uh, sub, some, uh, substances and, uh, an hour and a half to kill, I think this would be fun. But, uh, overall, just not, not a very good movie. Uh, yeah, no, I would say one out of five as a movie. Mm hmm. And frankly, like, like one and a half out of five is an adaptation. Mm. Umbrella's here, Wesker's here, but this is just tonally a complete departure from the yeah. video games. Yeah. And my understanding is that, like, that doesn't really change. It's just kind of doing mm. its own thing from yeah. now on. Yeah, it's just sort of its own thing from now on. Occasionally you'll get, like, a character with a name that you recognize from the games. Or, uh... I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'll increase my adaptation to one star, uh, after giving it a little more thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I think that wraps things up. Uh, I think I, we're back for the foreseeable future. I'm thinking of, like, what movie to watch next. And,. When I was thinking what what to watch next, my mind has gone to two very different places. Uh, one was let's watch another Pokemon movie. The other was uh, let's let's watch the Mega Man fan film. Oh God! Oh okay. Mm, mm, okay. Yeah. No. Like I do want to do that at some point. I do think I do think that'll be fun. Oh, there's also that one Sonic the Hedgehog fan film, I think. Yeah, that, uh, it's it's only like half an hour, but we could like throw it in at the end of something. It. Yeah, we could we could do a double feature. Mm. Um what I was going to say is I think it's probably been long enough that we can think about covering the uh the new Super Mario Brothers movie, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Let's do that. Uh, All right, let's do that and then maybe after that uh Mega Man and Sonic double feature. Okay, yeah. That sounds good. Uh, so I guess that about wraps things up, and we can, uh, go to some plugs. Uh, I'm Dan, you can find me, uh, on Tumblr at Bigger Challenge, co-host at Big Challenges. Uh, you can listen to my other podcasts, which include Pod of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Uh, we just finished, uh, the first sort of, a half of, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. The first one of two seasons uh uh um we're gonna be starting on like the next sort of like season of 5ds in the new year uh you can also listen to the sonic shuffle a sonic the hedgehog uh lore podcast uh uh, i am in the process of going through a backlog of episodes just editing and uploading those Uh, uh recently uploaded a Three episodes talking about uh, a whole bunch of Ken Pender's Knuckles comics. Uh, so that that was pretty fun. Uh, other than that, uh, I I think that covers everything. Uh, Maxie, where can we find you? You can find me on Tumblr and co-host at Max Knightley. That's M A X K N I G H T L E Y. 
I'm also on the podcast Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play podcast where we are testing and refining a game that my friends Luke and Molly made, uh, drawing a lot of inspiration from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and uh, Persona. Yeah. Currently, we are doing an intermission, uh, well, a few intermission campaigns, just short, like, four-session uh, things. Uh, in between the first half and second half of Season 3, Eidolon, Disco, and Ska. Uh, I'm really happy with how that's been going so far, so uh, I would highly recommend you give it a listen. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, Eidolon uh, 2E uh, is coming along great. Uh, I've been playing it, it really with friends. It really is. I really, really love the uh, tarot card gimmick. Uh, it's it's a fun twist on uh, on like uh, games of chance. Uh, uh, yeah, and uh, we are video games and movie the podcast. Uh, you can find us on I guess Tumblr and Co-host. Most of those should be VGTMTP. Uh, I I haven't really bothered with the Twitter, but you but it's there. Uh, that's uh, you so, know that's uh, so true about Twitter in general. Yeah, it yeah. sure is there. It sure is there. Uh, the the only reason I really bother with Twitter is just the handful of people who haven't moved there, moved somewhere else. Uh, uh, so uh, until next time, I'm Dan. I'm Maxie. And this ain't no game. Sure fucking isn't. No. <laughs>